What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today, I thought it would be a good time to talk about neurotyping, which is a topic that I used to discuss quite frequently and actually dialed back over the past, I would say, I don't know, maybe a couple years. And there's a reason for that because I have this love-hate relationship with neurotyping. I'm going to explain. Um, it's been a while since I've done a full episode on this particular topic, but it seems that there's still a lot of interest in it, and rightfully so. It's a very cool and um, powerful concept to understand, and especially when you implement it. But I also want to explain the the love-hate relationship and then um, also elaborate a little bit more on the neurotyping study that I am getting ready to conduct in January, uh, which has received a ton of interest so far, which was really um, actually the catalyst for this episode because I did not expect the overwhelming response for people who are still very, very interested in neurotyping and understanding the principles and implementing them and seeing what that can do for their results. Uh, so before I get into all of that, of course, I have to, not I have to, um, I want to share the ways that you can continue to help us reach new people and continue to expand the reach of this show. Now, there's this big uh, Spotify wrapped trend that's been going around. And um, I unfortunately, I can tell you, I have no clue what my Spotify wrapped situation <laughs> looks like. Um, I listen to most of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and so I don't think that it would be very entertaining. And uh, from a music perspective, I can already tell you, I listen to way more J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar than any other artist, so I have a feeling that they would be dominating the charts, and and that's about um, as far as it goes. Uh, anyway, it it was cool to see, uh, you know, my name and and the show up there with some incredible podcasts that I respect very much. And uh, that that part is always humbling. It's always cool to see who's listening and the fact that people spend so much time throughout the year listening to my rambling nonsense. So that is my way of saying thank you. It is greatly appreciated. And if you, you know, if you want to share your rap Spotify and I happen to be on there and the show happens to be on there, um, it is, it's always, it's always a nice feeling um, to see that. So I appreciate it. Uh, to keep it going, it uh, really helps if you leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And by doing so, you're eligible to win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors, Legion Athletics, Organifi, or Cured Nutrition. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and review, and you are eligible each and every week. And we announce the winners on the Wednesday episodes. And then if you can subscribe, follow, whatever the button is where you just get the automatic downloads when new episodes are released, I think it's a follow button on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think it's a subscribe button on Spotify. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Basically, it's like, do you want to follow this show? Do you want to subscribe? And that is really, really helpful for growth, actually more so than the ratings and reviews. And then the old-fashioned way, which is send it to a friend, send it to somebody that you think would be interested. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I'm recording this on December 1st, which is kind of crazy that there is one month left in 2023. 
I'm not going to sit here and do my yearly review. Maybe, maybe as we get closer to the new year, I'll do something like that. But, uh, it's just weird. It's just weird that time just keeps plowing forward. And I think that this is a, an interesting time because it's really the best time to get started or to continue or to pursue something because when it, when it comes to health and fitness in particular, because there's no craziness right now. You're not going to have to fight through the rush, the crowd, the New Year's resolution people. Like it's quiet. I was at the gym this morning. It was dead. Uh, every machine that I wanted was wide open. And it's a great time, especially if you're feeling like you're, you're a little bit newer to working out or just trying to continue to get into a routine. Like now is the time. This is it. This is the best time. And then. Isn't it going to be such a nice feeling in a month from now when there's all these people that are just getting started and you're like, nah, I've been doing this. I'm good. I feel comfortable. And then, you know, the crowd won't bother you as much because you already know where everything is in the gym. You've got your routine in place. You've managed to do it during, you know, the holiday season when things are a little bit more hectic. Uh, there are so many benefits to just getting started now and not waiting. So, um, yeah, there's there's nothing special. There's nothing special about January. I I do like the idea of like, all right, let's let's reflect, let's reset, let's focus on, you know, some of the areas that could use some improvement. But that doesn't ha- that should happen way more frequently than once a year. That should happen like once a week or once a month where you're doing that reflection and then thinking ahead on, you know, what what worked, what didn't, what can I improve upon? What are the areas that I'd like to get better at? And hopefully you take that perspective from more of a process-oriented mindset. I think that's the biggest thing. We're going to see this. We're going to see so many outcome-based goals. I think a lot of times we we reflect and we're like, well, I, I wanted to lose 50 pounds, but I didn't lose 50 pounds. I wanted to make X amount of dollars, but I didn't make X amount of dollars. I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to write read, you know, 17 books and I didn't read 17 books. And then all we do is we just change the numbers. But what if we just change the process? Wouldn't that be more effective? So my hope is that you've been listening long enough to know that setting goals, the way that it's taught, the way that it's often implemented is horribly ineffective, horribly ineffective. And we have statistics to support that. That is one thing that I don't have to study because it has already been studied at length. And every single time, research shows that the traditional way of goal setting and goal achievement is wildly ineffective. And we're talking single digit percentages of success, single digit percentages, even at the time where you have the highest probability of achieving your goals, it's about 8 to 9%. That's not good. So maybe we should stop being so outcome-driven and start being really process-focused because research would tell us that that's actually how change happens. That's how we end up where we want to be without even realizing, oh, like it just happened. It just happened. We have this direction. We have our North Star. We know that we want to be healthier, leaner, more fit, whatever the, whatever the case may be. But then 
because so we have the direction, but then we focus on all of the things, the processes that we can follow, the routines, the habits, the behaviors that we're trying to implement, and we just do it one thing at a time, one step at a time. That's how it actually works in real life. So I'm hopeful that because you listen, you already know that and you already are already doing that and you're not waiting. And um, yeah, I hope that's the case. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some neurotyping. Um, I'd like to provide a little color and background on how this all came to be. Um, it was, I feel like it was something where um, it kind of, so let me, let me back up. I struggled with my body for a very long time. And that is a gross, gross understatement. And through the time where I was very overweight and was trying to lose a significant amount of weight and was going through various Various iterations of of dieting. Uh, most of it was extreme restriction, meal plans, um, you know, fasting, cutting out carbs. Uh, some were, you know, more like the deliberate, like a Metafast, which is now Optavia, where it's like you know the processed food that they send to your doorstep. Uh, I tried everything. I tried every single diet that promised fast results, and that was really. Again, talking about outcomes, uh, I was so outcome focused and I, I didn't want to wait. And so I just kept chasing the fast and furious approach, which always left me in a place of disordered eating, body image issues, um, orthorexia, uh, restrict and binge. I've, I mean, I've had some of the most insane binge episodes you could ever imagine. And then I would repeat this cycle because I would feel so bad about myself and I would feel so shitty that I would give in like that. I would vow to do better. I would promise to do better. I would promise to try harder. And I really just thought, man, this is totally a willpower thing. This is all about discipline and willpower. And, you know, I would, I would fall for all like the motivational quotes and all that bullshit about like no days off when you want something bad enough, you do whatever it takes. Like (laughs) that stuff would always speak to me. And then it would just reinforce this perspective that I was the problem. And this went on when I say, like, I think sometimes when I tell my story, I think people think it was just like a flash in the pan. I think that there's this, just because I don't rehash every single detail, but this was the better part of 10 years. We're talking about 10 years of falling into the same trap over and over and over again and constantly looking for the next best thing that was going to be the thing that delivered the weight loss that I wanted. And I like anything that I heard, I I bought this this salt that was supposed to to um suppress your appetite. So the pitch was basically you can eat whatever you want. You just put this like seasoning on it. And the seasoning, the salt has, has these ingredients in it that will suppress your appetite. So even if you're eating like pizza and fries and burgers, you're just not going to eat as much. So you're going to lose weight. And I bought it and I tried it and it didn't work. And then that company ended up getting sued and I ended up getting a check in the mail one day. And it was like, Oh, this was actually a fraudulent company. Um, it was like a $60 check. So nothing like crazy. Um, 
But I anything, anything that spoke to quick results, I was in. I was all about it. And and then I started lifting weights. I was like the first big shift that really opened my eyes. Now, keep in mind that when I started lifting and I started strength training, my nutrition was still a hot mess. But I wanted to start helping people. And I actually, the, there was a small gym that I worked at locally. And the owner asked me if I wanted to be a trainer. I was like, yeah, actually. Um, I was just sitting in my office one day and he had called me and I was, it was just like the right call at the right time. So I started shadowing him and learning from him. And then I got my NASM certification to be a personal trainer. All the while, my nutrition was still just an absolute mess. And through that, I started seeing a lot of the same patterns in other people that I was seeing in myself because now I felt responsible because I'm training people at the gym and I'm seeing their struggle and their struggle is my struggle. And I'm like, well, I need to be able to help them, but I can't help them if I can't help myself. I want to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you all about Organifi. You should already know about Organifi, but let's, let's go over some reminders here. The first reminder is that Organifi has only the best quality ingredients in their products and they are super beneficial when it comes to giving your body the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that it needs to perform at its best. I'm not just talking about performance in the gym. I'm talking about perform in life. I'm talking about your vegetables. I'm talking about getting in your micronutrients, your servings of greens. I'm talking about getting quality sleep. I'm talking about managing stress. I'm talking about getting your collagen in so that you can support healthy skin and hair and nails and bones and joints. That's what I mean by performing. So Organifi has you covered with some of my favorites. Organifi green juice, the crisp apple flavor. So delicious. I drink it first thing every single morning. Start my day off with a win. Get my little insurance policy in for my for my servings of veggies. And then conclude the day with some Organifi gold juice, the chocolate flavor that helps me sleep. Uh, it helps me get something sweet in before bed. And then, of course, I have my collagen with my coffee every morning. Just one scoop. Can't even taste it. It is completely flavorless. It mixes really well in coffee and is uh, really good for skin, hair, um, your skin health, your hair health, your nail health, and bones and joints. And um, there's a lot of great benefits to collagen, especially when you're getting in enough protein. And because you're a Mind Over Macros listener, I know you're getting in enough protein already. Uh, so I, I know the biggest knock on collagen is that it's an incomplete protein source. That's right. We want complete protein for the rest of our protein sources, but collagen um, has its own set of benefits, even though it is incomplete. So uh, those are all my favorites. Um, Mel has been still loving the Harmony um, product from Organifi, which is a hormone balancing product that she um, has her drink every single night with some warm almond milk Harmony, which is a cacao flavor. And uh, will help with uh, balancing some of those hormones. Um, and you get 20% off all of their products, literally all of them, by being a Mind Over Macros listener. If you go to Organifi.com slash PopFam, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash P-O-P-F-A-M, you get 20% off. So you can go fill your cart with some Organifi green juice, crisp apple, the gold juice chocolate, the collagen, and the Harmony. If you really want all your 
your insurance policy for everything for for your micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, hormones, nail, hair, skin health, all of that. Um, so the green juice, crisp apple, the gold chocolate, the collagen, the harmony, those are all of my favorites. Um, and, you know, and Mel's favorites. And, uh, yeah, organify.com slash pop fam. The code is pop fam. That's P O P F A M and go get yourself 20% off. And now let's get back to the episode. And at the time I was doing a lot of research and I was doing a lot of my own, just like self-studying, taking other courses, certifications. And then I came across, well, I had previously been, been reading, um, T Nation and there was a particular writer for T Nation, Christian Thibodeau. I'm sure you know. And his stuff, his work just always resonated with me. And, and at one point I just, took my shot. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to, to Tibbs and see if he has any, you know, I, was, I did not expect a response. Not only did he respond to me right away, but he offered up a Skype call where we could chat for two hours. And um, well, he didn't say we could chat for two hours, but we ended up speaking for two hours. And he, he explained everything so thoroughly as to why I was struggling. And I was telling him my whole background, all the things that I've tried. And he like knew knew right away everything that I was doing. He knew exactly what the problems were. He knew why it wasn't working. He explained it so thoroughly that I was like, all right, well, tell me what to do. Anyway, I started working with him and he was teaching me about this concept called neurotyping. And he had said, you know, all of these other things that you've tried were not built for you. He said, your, your neurotype, your personality type is the same as mine. And we love to try new things. We love variety because we are adrenaline dominant. We like to try new things. So we get bored very quickly. He's like, there's a reason why you've tried all of these different training modalities. There's a reason why you've tried all of these different dietary protocols. You thrive with variety. The problem is that you can't just keep switching up your protocol. And none of those approaches were built for you as an individual based off of your personality. I was like, well, yeah, that logically makes so much sense. I don't know why it was so hard for me to see that. So as we start working together, you know, I start learning more, I start learning more and um, really getting into like the deep science of neurotransmitters and how they impact everything that we do. Um, how we impact our, our motivation, our pleasure, desire, emotions, um, you know, movement patterns, muscle contractions, like all these things that are connected through neurotransmitters, which are also a, a great insight into our personality types. So it's like all of these things coming together. Well, in that time of working with him and actually implementing a training and nutrition protocol, based off of my neurotype, which is a type 2A, I saw my body completely transform in about 12 weeks. Keep in mind that the previous 10 years had amounted to nothing <laughs> when it comes to the body composition changes that I wanted. I was always back at square one. No matter how much I'd, you know, I'd gone through periods of losing 50 pounds on restrictive diets, but I always gained it back. So we're talking about you know, and, and even beyond that, before I even started trying to lose where I was just gaining weight, like you're talking about 
12 weeks of more results than the previous 12 years combined, which is not at all an, exa- an, ex- an exaggeration. It is what happened based off of implementing a plan that was completely tailored to me, my personality, and my lifestyle. So that opened up my whole world to a new way of thinking. And it really changed my approach from going deep into like the nutritional science, which I felt like I had a pretty strong grasp on calories and energy balance and macronutrients. And it's funny because I used to just tell people like a calorie is a calorie and it doesn't matter. But this opened my eyes that it's so much more internally driven, like results are so much more about the way that we're wired and our psychology and behavior change and habit change and like like that's the whole game is that it's that part of it it's not do we know the the science or the physiology of weight loss that part is is simple right you burn more energy than you consume and fat is released through the breath that's actually how we oxidize fat we don't we don't lose fat we mobilize oxidize and then we breathe it out and a little bit gets um excreted through certain bodily functions but that's a very very small amount but like the actual science of that process is is super irrelevant <laughs> i shouldn't say it's totally irrelevant because again like you can't circumvent the laws of thermodynamics. However, if you don't understand the internal workings of your psychology, of your mindset, of your thoughts, your beliefs, your behavior patterns, your habits, your routines, then none of that stuff matters. And so it completely opened my eyes and transformed the way that I view transformation in general. And I took it and I became obsessed with learning. Now, having a mentor like Coach Tibbs was a huge help. He would send me reading materials. He would, you know, we would talk and go over different concepts and ideas. And, you know, he would send me different publications. And and then I would take my own courses on psychology. And I did a personality psychology certification. I did a positive psychology certification. Um, I did a lot of research on cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, now, with all that being said, I am not at all an expert. I am not at all a licensed professional. This was just, these were courses, certifications that helped me understand behavior change and the psychology of behavior change. So I started putting all these pieces together and that was really, um, that this was all before I started pop. And then when I did start pop about five and a half years ago, it was very much rooted in like neurotyping was my thing. And I talked about it obsessively because I was obsessed. I was actually obsessed with it. Another thing about type two A's is we do have that personality. Our personality, we get super obsessed with something and we want to know and learn everything about it. And then once we feel like we've reached a certain level of like mastery, we'll move on to the next thing because we get bored because then we're like, we get so into it. We like really want to know all the ins and outs and all the intricacies. And then 
when we get to that place of like, okay, I got it. Then we're like, all right, on to the next thing. (laughs) And so that kind of happened. And through the years, it's like in the very beginning of pop, it was very much rooted. And I was still, you know, just kind of fine tuning everything. Um, I think a big problem that I found myself in early on was that I had way too many clients because a lot of people really like, if you just like take a step back and if you just think about it practically, if you just think about it from the most basic level of, of human logic, thinking about the way that most diets are established makes absolutely no fucking sense. Just think about it. Like, we're going to take a template or a cookie cutter or a one size fits all approach. And we're going to put thousands or millions of people into that same protocol. That is asinine. It makes no sense. So when you hear like, Hey, wouldn't it be smart to have something that's built for your personality and your lifestyle and your preferences? It's like the most, of course, moment. And that was how I felt when when Coach Tibbs explained that to me. I was like, oh my God, of course. What have I been doing all these years? Like that doesn't, it, it almost makes you feel a little bit sheepish. You're like, well, well, I was dumb. I can't believe that I walked right into that other way of thinking without even taking a step back to to like assess things from a logical perspective. Anyway, so, but my point being that a lot of people listened to that message and were like, Duh, of course, that makes sense. Sign me up. And I think, you know, I got a, I, a big issue in the beginning of pop was just how quickly people started joining, which was a good problem to have. But then um, I feel like it didn't give me the ability to really like fine tune the way that we were doing things. And we don't get me wrong, um, you know, helped a lot of people. But then I was sitting with like a hundred and some clients myself, which was way too many. And then I started, you know, bringing on a team. And like, actually was like, I guess I have a business. Like this is a a legitimate business now. So we got to figure this shit out. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And then over the years, you know, starting to put certain systems in place and getting the right people in place. And then I got out of the trenches of being like one-on-one working with with clients, which allowed me to take that 30,000 foot view and really dial in our process for creating transformation and results and behavior change and all the things that we do. And we continued to iterate and iterate and iterate because what I noticed was that, you know, it's cool. So most diets have a 5% efficacy rate, 5% chance of of working. And we were in that like much like our success rate was significantly, significantly higher, but I was never satisfied. And then when I started seeing the success creep up into like the 80s and 90%, um, we still were able to like continue to improve. Uh, but that was all because I could take a step back and see uh, some of the blind spots, some of the things that needed to be improved and and just like the communication and even, even who we were, I think a big part of that was understanding the individual where they were at coming in to the program. That's, that's really the biggest disconnect. Um, the reason why it's not a hundred percent success rate is because sometimes people come in and, um, they're just not at the right place to be able to, you know, fully change. Cause like it's such a complicated, nuanced thing. Changing your behaviors, changing your lifestyle. Um, it's nuanced. It's there's layers to it. 
Uh, you, you know, it really does take time and patience and commitment. So it's just, you know, making sure that we're bringing in the right people who are in the right state of mind and, and are actually willing and, and ready. One more brief pause in this episode to talk about another one of our sponsors, Legion Athletics. So I've been way more diligent, I have to say, way more diligent about taking my Legion products because I wasn't too happy that I got sick recently. And so some of the things that I started looking at are my consistency with my supplementation. And Legion has so many great products that it actually is a little bit difficult for me to keep up with everything. So I started to zero in my focus, which is always a good thing. If you feel like you've got too much on your plate, just take some things off of your plate. So what I did was I started to dial in, making sure that I'm taking my vitamin D every single day. Um, I also take my magnesium every single day. And then I take the multivitamin every single day from Legion. So those are the big three that I was like, all right, let me... Let me take some things off my plate and really focus on what is necessary for me right now. So that was the vitamin D, the magnesium, and the multivitamin. And I have been very, very consistent with that and um, feeling really good. I feel more more energy. I feel less stress. Um, what I like about their multivitamin is that it also has a, a nice serving of ashwagandha in there. Like I'm not talking about a small serving at all. I'm talking about an actual appropriate dose of ashwagandha. Um, which is an amazing adaptogen um, that helps with your immune system. It helps with managing stress. Um, and it is uh, just something that I, I recommend for everyone. So Legion Athletics gives you 20% off by being a Mind Over Macros listener. Um, or if you're already a recurring client, they give you double the points on any of your orders, which you can cash in for free products. So if you go to legionathletics.com and use the code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M, um, you can get that discount applied and uh, I highly recommend you check out. They've got amazing protein. So if you need some whey protein, if you need some plant-based protein, um, they've got the vitamin D that I'm taking. They've got uh, an amazing fish oil. They've got the multivitamins for men and women. Um, they've got the magnesium, which most people need magnesium. Ma magnesium is one of those like hidden gems that most people should take, should be taking that aren't. So Take the magnesium. It's, it's responsible. It plays a role in over 800 processes in the body. It's a kind of a big deal. Um, and you get 20% off. So go to legionathletics.com, use the code POPFAM, get 20% off all of their products, get your protein needs covered, um, get your vitamins and minerals covered. And, uh, yeah, Legion is, is the best at what they do. Go check them out. Legionathletics.com. The code is POPFAM. And now let's get back to the episode. We have, you know, thousands and thousands of success stories that I probably don't talk about enough um, that we've been able to facilitate over the last five and a half years. So amazing, right? Like amazing to be able to do that and feels really good. And it's, you know, this is my life's work. It's something I'm very passionate about. However, I noticed that when we were having some issues, probably about two years ago, there was a seemingly like this is the hate side of when I say the love hate relationship with neurotyping, the hate side of it was that I felt like people were so attached to the, to the neurotyping piece that it almost superseded like all of the basic habit, fundamental behavior change elements that need to be the foundation for everything. Like it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you're trying to accomplish. There are certain basic fundamental habits that have to be in place. 
when it comes to your body composition, when it comes to your health, you know, things like food quality and movement and, you know, lifting and stress management and a sleep routine and, and hydration, like certain things that just have to be in place. It doesn't matter what your neurotype is. And I felt like neurotyping almost became the, the magic pill. Like somebody was like, well, you're going to neurotype me and I'm not going to have to do anything. I'm just going to magically see these results. And then I would, we would get clients who would actually say, you know, like I would speak to the coach and the coach is like, well, like they haven't, like we start with some really basic habits and they haven't been able to do it. But then they would like the, the client would be like, well, I thought I was going to get neurotyped. I was like, well, we, we do. We know your neurotype. We're trying to implement a plan for your neurotype, but like there are still these fundamentals that have to be in place no matter what. And so I felt like, man, I've almost created a scenario where this is being viewed as like a panacea, like the end all be all. And it's not that it's like such a powerful tool when, when harnessed and implemented appropriately, but it does not take the place of like, you know, basic behavior change and habits and the things that are necessary for long-term transformation. So that was like the biggest issue that I had with it. So I stopped talking about it as much. And I started really focusing more on the habit side of things, on the lifestyle side of things. But like, let's be honest, from a marketing standpoint, nobody really can, like you can logically shake your head and be like, no, I, I, I like talking about habits, but you don't because the marketing machine out there that is the diet industry with programs like Optavia and Weight Watchers and Noom and all this other shit that's out there, like they're going to talk to you in a way that is dopamine inducing. They're going to play on that, you know, you know, human psychology. And there's really smart people behind those systems that know how to get attention. They know how to hook people in and they know how to sell. And so like the message, I feel like then shifting to just like, you got to have quality habits. You got to make this a lifestyle. You got to do the boring work. Like it's not super exciting. And so now I've tried to find this balance where I talk about, you know, I talk about behavior change. I talk about habits and lifestyle. I talk about neurotyping. I talk about metabolism. Um, and I feel like all of these pieces come together in a really nice way. And, and I've been wanting to, because there is not much research on directly on the neurotyping principles when it comes to body composition. Now you can find like slivers, you can find slivers of evidence with, you know, dopamine and heavy lifting and dopamine and and serotonin and and carb intake or carb tolerance or different things like that. Like the late great Charles Poliquin did a lot of great work in this area and Christian Thibodeau has done a lot of great work in this area, but there has never been a study that straight up shows the difference between a neurotyping protocol and a traditional protocol for fat loss. And I am going to implement and execute on that. So I had put out a feeler um, to my email list and I had put out a feeler to my Facebook group um, and got a ton of replies. Um, what I want to do is have a hundred people in the study because I feel like that's a really good sample size to be able to um, at least know. Like <laughs> I always find it funny when I look at research and there's all these findings and all these, and you're looking at the, you know, the abstract and you're looking at all this stuff. And then it's like, oh yeah, there was 12 people in the study. And I'm like, what's <laughs> 12 people? How are we making these conclusions with, with 12 people? It doesn't make any sense. So, um, so what I would like to do is have a hundred people. Cause I feel like that is enough of a sample size to be able to confidently report, uh, the findings. And so there will be 
hopefully we can get 100 people in there. Um, based off of the response, it shouldn't be an issue. This is going to be a six-week study that is done in January. Um, what we're going to do is a two-week period of just learning the um, training program um, that JK is creating. Now, it's optional for anybody in the study to do our training program, but we will need to know what you're doing for your training so we can factor that into the results. And so we're going to have two groups, 50 and 50, and it'll be randomly assigned and the individuals will not know which group they're in. Um, and they're going to be assigned a neurotyping fat loss protocol or a traditional fat loss protocol. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a standard, um, just kind of like a, a standard kind of templated um, formula that you would get from like any any online program that would just basically spit out a calculation for you um, and come up with a fat loss plan. So it'll it'll be one or the other. Um, and and then there's going to be some some other elements in there that um, I'm working through right now to really make it effective. But what I want to test is the actual physical results of the study. So seeing the difference in in actual physical progress from you know pictures to body composition changes to scale changes to you know measurements things like that. And then also what I want to see is that is the difference in compliance um, and enjoyability. So there's going to be a little bit of subjectivity to it, but I want to see from the from the participant perspective, what did you enjoy more? What was easier to adhere to? We're going to have compliance scores. And I don't, you know, because I don't want the people in the study to think, oh, well, because I'm participating, I have to be perfect. I want this to be indicative of real life where they're actually trying to stay compliant. And if they're not, they're not, but they're not like, like that's part of the research. That's part of the findings. What helps with compliance? What helps with enjoyment? What's what helps with actually seeing results? And so um, the cool thing is like with neurotyping, you know, we get insight based off of your personality type, we get insight into your neurotransmitter balance, your dominant neurotransmitter systems. And that determines the way that we put together your nutrition plan and your fat loss plan. Um, but we're not going to sit there and tell the people in the study. This is how we're doing it because we want, we don't want them to, we don't want any sort of like bias or inherent bias to be like, Oh, well, I'm doing the neurotype part of it. So I have to be super dialed in and see all these amazing, right? So like it has to be random. It has to be, um, you know, honest and ethical and all that stuff so that we can have real results. And then I'm just going to report on, uh, all the findings. So, um, if that's something that you'd be interested in participating in, um, just the best thing to do is to get on my email list. Go to neurotypetraining.com slash email, neurotypetraining.com slash email. Get on my email list because that will be the best way to, to be notified when um, we actually start to do the enrollment for the study. And I'm going to just do like a, what I'm thinking is I'll do like a, a training or a live, live training where we get everybody on a Zoom call together and I just walk through like, all the details, what it entails, what our expectations are, everything like that. And then um, we get 100 people enrolled. So um, that's kind of the whole history behind it, why we're doing it. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it is a powerful tool. Um, you can go back and listen. There's some old episodes that I've done that breaks down like all of the different neurotypes and the neurotransmitter balance and how that plays a role in everything from stress tolerance to carb tolerance to, um, you know, to food choices and and everything in between. So 
Um, I highly recommend that you go back into the archives and and some of the older episodes and listen to that if you want a little uh, background. But hopefully this gives you at least like that high level understanding of what it is, why it's so cool and what we're going to accomplish during the study. Um, hopefully that makes sense. And if you're interested, go join my email list. Um, it is neurotypetraining.com slash email. And I will talk to you soon.